I can't even begin to imagine what it would be like to face what King Hezekiah faced when the armies of Assyria were at the wall of Jerusalem in Isaiah 36, and Hezekiah sends his ambassadors, Eliakim and Shibna and Joah, out to meet the Assyrian commander. Hezekiah's nation was all but obliterated. He was, at that time, probably about 40 years old. He had been king there in Judah for 14 years. He had been a reformer. He had trusted in God, and he had been such a force for good in his nation that the people had returned to God. They restored the temple, and it was said of King Hezekiah in the book of 2 Kings that he held fast to the Lord, and he did not depart from following God. He kept God's commandments, and there was no one that was like him among all of the kings of Judah that came after him. But now, 46 of his cities are destroyed. Hundreds of thousands of his people were led away as captives by the Assyrians. Thousands, if not tens of thousands of his people were dead because of this onslaught from the Assyrians. And he is effectively trapped. There were probably advisors in his court who were counseling him to seek the help of the Egyptians and the Ethiopians. There were probably others that were calling upon him to surrender to Assyria. There were no doubt people who were telling him that all that he had done to bring about reformation was wrong. That probably told him that the way that he stopped paying the Assyrians the tribute a decade before was an unwise thing to do. So a lot of people were giving him an earful for sure. Through all of the 14 years of his reign, he had watched as the Assyrians inched closer and closer to his nation. The brothers, his brothers to the north in Samaria, the northern 10 tribes of Israel, they had been destroyed about eight years prior to this period of time. And slowly the Assyrians moved closer and closer. They destroyed those in the land to the east of Judah in Moab. They subdued those to the west of Judah in Philistia. And he is watching basically like a train crash in slow motion. There was virtually nothing that Hezekiah could do it was a collision that he could not avoid. He was out of options. He had no strength, he had no savior, no strategy, no ally that would come and save him. He was sunk. So what do you do when you are overwhelmed and all of your options are exhausted? You do the only thing you can do. And I don't think that this was the first time that he does this, and it certainly wouldn't be the last time that he does this. I think this was the first and the last thing that Hezekiah did. What, what exactly did he do? Well, you can read about it in Isaiah chapter 37, beginning at verse 1. It says, And so it was when Hezekiah heard it, the word of the king of Assyria, the commander of Assyria, that he tore his clothes, and he covered himself with sackcloth, and he went into the house of the Lord, and he sent Eliakim, who was over the household, and Shibna the scribe, and the elders of the priests covered with sackcloth to Isaiah the prophet. To the son of Amoz. And they said to him, Thus says Hezekiah, This day is a day of trouble and rebuke and blasphemy. For the children have come to birth, and there is no strength to bring them forth. We're, we're at our last little gasp of energy here. It may be that the Lord your God will hear the words of the Rabshaka, the commander of the Assyrian army, 
whom his master, the king of Assyria, has sent to reproach the living God and will rebuke the words which the Lord your God has heard. Therefore, lift up a prayer for the remnant that is left. This is the right thing that he did. He prayed and Hezekiah's prayer was not, God, I have been a really good person. I've really done well. I've been a good king. I've brought about reforms and revival. You owe me. That's not his prayer. His prayer was, God, the Assyrian king and his armies, they have defied you. They have blasphemed you and your name. They have reproached you, the living God. God, don't defend us for our sake. Defend us for your name's sake. And then the response came. Isaiah 37, verse 5. So the servants of King Hezekiah came to Isaiah, and Isaiah said to them, Thus you shall say to your master, Thus says the Lord, Do not be afraid of the words which you have heard, with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Surely I will send a spirit upon him, and he shall hear a rumor and return to his own land, and I will cause him to fall by the sword in his own land. As Isaiah 37 continues, Lachish, which was the city that Assyria had been hammering at the beginning of Isaiah 36, which was only 25 miles from Jerusalem, Lachish has fallen to the king of Assyria, Sennacherib, and now Sennacherib's armies were even closer to Jerusalem, laying siege to Libna, which was only 12 and a half miles away. But God's word through Isaiah was, Hezekiah, do not be afraid. You may never find yourself in a crisis equal to what Hezekiah was facing 2,800 years ago. But if you do, there's ultimately only one place that you can turn. And in so doing, you can trust that your ultimate hope is only truly found in the Lord. Something to think about. We'll see you next time.